Welcome, everyone, to the Commentary Podcast. I am your host, Pat Brennan. Today on the podcast, we are going to be watching The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. It came out in 2011. It is directed by David Fincher, written by Steve Zalian, and it stars Daniel Craig, Rooney Mara, Christopher Plummer, Stellan Skarsgård, and Robin Wright. It tells the story of Bloomquist's investigation to find out what happened to a girl from a wealthy family who disappeared 40 years ago. He recruits the help of Salander, a computer hacker. Joining me for this episode is a guest we have actually had uh, before for another Fincher movie for Zodiac, uh, Martin Padilla. Um, I will once again be dropping his socials in the channel, so please go follow him wherever he's at on Twitter and Letterboxd. Now, because I own every single movie ever made, I am going to be watching the Blu-ray copy I have of this, um, but it is currently streaming on Paramount+. Plus. You can also rent it on Vudu for $4, Apple TV for $4, and on Amazon for looks $3.50. I say we kick things off because this is going to probably be a long one. Um, so I'm going to be pressing play, and I hope you will as well, pressing play on Girl with a Dragon Tattoo in 3, 2, and 1. Columbia logo looks extra pretty here. Oh yeah. Welcome back to the podcast, sir. Your second thank one. You. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Second one. Second Finch uh Fincher. David Fincher, yes. First one was Zodiac. I'm just gonna have you on for every Fincher, I guess. <laughs> I didn't want to do social network, but I think <laughs> you already got someone booked for that, don't you? I think so, yeah. But if they, they can't do it, I know who to call. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> I've been rewatching Game of Thrones recently and I forgot he's in this. Oh, yeah. We got Christopher Plummer, amazing as always. RIP. It's one of the best. I love this opening title sequence. Oh, it's so good. It's always I, so cool. I think, um, when they were doing like scouting for the movie in Sweden, like I think this song, like the Led Zeppelin version, obviously came on and he heard like their opening lyrics and he was like, wait, <laughs> that's like the exact character that she's portraying, like the opening lyrics to this and in the location, come on down to the ice and snow. It's too good. So then he wanted to like have this design is in like, this is like her mind. This is how her mind like thinks. Like how dark it is too. I read somewhere about this sequence and how long it took to do. And I remember, I can't remember how long it was, but I remember when I heard it, I was like, that is insane. But also yeah. I get it. Like it I'm looks sure it very took, detailed it and very six months. I probably minimum six months to do. We don't get yeah. we don't get intros like this anymore, man. I know. I think the only person that still does it is um uh, uh, Guy Ritchie. He he always oh, still yeah. kind of does like some title sequences. You see the killer yet? I have. Like, yeah, so you do get like a kind of a sequence, like opening sequence. Yeah, but even then, like it's so of, short. Like, mix of like this and like Fight Club is what it felt like. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fight Club is a good way of describing it. They were just showing Fight Club at a 
on 35 pretty close to me and I was gonna go to it and I just missed it completely forgot the date it's so funny that Fincher is like so tired of like that movie <laughs> yeah he says that he, he says that like it feels like he's like a looking back on like your high school year yeah. or something like that yeah it's like the I mean that's like the quintessential like film bro like that like Fight Club American Psycho oh it's so misunderstood but yeah. it's also like super funny oh yeah I'm sure he just like always had to like answer a question about fight club and he's like i just don't care about that movie anymore <laughs> like, yeah. i remember i was at work at my last job before i moved and this guy that i worked with like let, let, i'll just say this he wasn't the sharpest barb on the wire he wasn't the he wasn't the the smartest guy in the world and he knew that i liked movies and he goes you ever see fight club and i was like oh yeah it's a great movie and i was like what'd you think of the end he goes oh i didn't finish it <laughs> I got pretty he said I got pretty close but it was pretty good and I was like so what part did you get to and he told me it was like right before the twist happened and I was like you missed the whole point of that movie oh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah I used to have a coworker too that like watched movies and like like a tv episode like he'd watch it like 20 30 minutes at a time and then come back to it later I was like I don't know how you do that I like, don't get people who do that I feel like <laughs> it ruins the pacing for me completely yeah like movies obviously like tv shows are built for that so like they have episodes of it but <laughs> like if it was like a three hour movie and someone can't sit still for a very long time, then like, okay, like I'll give you a pass there. But, mm -hmm. you know, a two hour movie, like just sit through it. Come on. Yeah. It's like that's an average movie length. Like, it's just two hours. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, James Bond. It's the reason he didn't come back for two and three is just because, I mean, James Bond took over so much of his career and like made him such a huge star. The uh, yeah, and um, Sony didn't want to give Fincher the money to make two and three because this movie technically wasn't. I don't really. I have to look up the box office. I don't think it was like. I think it made its money back, but it didn't really make any money. Yeah. So they didn't see like a. Obviously, they didn't see a profit. A studio. Wasn't studio. the kind of movie that exactly attracts audiences, especially yeah. when you release it on Christmas Day. I guess. <laughs> It's a feel-good family movie. What are you talking about? It's the feel-good family Christmas movie, <laughs> which like kind of crazy to think about what's in theaters right now for Christmas. Freaking Iron Claw. Mm -hmm. uh, what else was that on Christmas? Poor Things. For I mean, Ferrari wasn't a, like a feel-good movie, but it also wasn't a feel-bad movie. Joel Kinnaman right here. You know what's crazy is that in the sequels, he he's his character is a yeah. much bigger part. So that's why that's why Fincher casted him because he knew like yeah. he's gonna be a bigger part here. And I don't think he has one. He's like maybe one line later, but he's kind of just like there. Yeah, Robin Wright, dude, gorgeous, just gorgeous. Have you read the novels at all? Um, I have not actually. They're they're pretty good. They're like one of my favorite novels like ever read. Uh, the, the original trilogy is anyway. I haven't read like four or five, and I don't think I ever will. Mm -hmm. But the I got my girlfriend to read the first three, and she's kind of on the same page. I told her I'm like, once you read these books, like you will never read another book that compares to this or that comes close very often like they're so well written mm -hmm. yeah i think i guess they still they're kind of like those um 
think the Bournes are still like there's books that are still written about with like with Jason Bourne as the title, but obviously not the actual author because the author's yeah. not alive anymore. Same with these. I think they have like other books where it's that's unfortunate. Not, I mean, yeah. it's it's cool to see that they're still doing them, but at the same time, it's just like I don't know. As a fan personally, I see the first three and I'm like, I don't want to read four and five, especially if it's written by somebody else. Mm-hmm. I love her gauges that she has on. I think they're yeah. so cool. What a character design. Have you seen the uh, Swedish films? I have. I have them on. I have the extended cuts on Blu-ray. And nice. I actually, I actually never seen them. I have never seen them. You've never seen them. That's mm-hmm. crazy. I those were actually I watched those first because uh, when I read the book, I wanted to watch all of the movies and I knew that this one only had the one film, unfortunately. So I went out of my way to watch those first and then I watched this one. Mm-hmm. But they're not bad. They're also not on the same level as this. Like I'd say this one in terms of production value and the way that it looks this one feels much more stylized and much more like there's a true vision behind a lot of it. Mm -hmm. Whereas those just kind of feel almost like a TV movie, which they kind of were to an extent, Mm -hmm. Uh, but still very good movies. Like they didn't take anything out, but they also don't add much in terms of like the first book. Mm -hmm. But yeah, solid, solid watches. If you ever have the time. Oh, Rooney. My cat is kind of named after her and uh, David Fincher. Oh, really? Rooney Finch is her name. We call her Finch. <laughs> but yeah, her first name is Rooney. Her middle name is Finch, but we just call her Finch. That's great. She comes from a very wealthy family, Rooney Mara. Does she for real? Her, that makes um, sense. Her, her, gran- her grandparents... On both sides, one of them created the Steelers, one of them created the New York Giants. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Their dad is like the president of uh, the Giants, John Mara. But you see, I would have known they that. Have talent, <laughs> they have talent though. So I love her. She's one of my. They are very talented. Her, her sister Kate is married to uh, what's his face, Jamie Bell. Mm-hmm. Which I just I don't know why. Every time I think about, it, I'm like they're married. <laughs> It's like just one of those facts you have to know. Yeah, and then she's with Joaquin. Yeah, I love them together, honestly. Actually, um, when the Arclight was still uh around, I saw Paul Dano's um wildlife film. Yeah, and it was movie. Me. It was me. I was like sitting in the theater by myself, and I like looked up. Um, Kate Mara came around the corner, and I was like standing there. And then Rooney just followed behind her, and it was just us three in this theater. And I like <laughs> sat there, like I was just like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> like, I just kept looking forward, and then they somehow like went to my row, and they're like, "Excuse me," and I was like, "Oh no problem." And they just like, "Thank you," and they just like, scooted by and sat like three seats next to me. And other people That's did so great after, but I was like, the whole movie, I was just like, just don't look over, don't look over that they're right, like Rooney's right there. Like don't they look over. they shot wildlife in like a pretty dingy town pretty close to where I grew up in called it near Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And I remember whenever they shot that, it was like all over the news. And Paul Dano was there. Jake Gyllenhaal was there. And I, I remember just thinking like, that's crazy that they're shooting it here. 
just because mm-hmm. it's kind of a rundown town to begin with. But then also, whenever I saw it in theaters, I was like, oh, yeah, that's Enid. That's Enid. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a lot of older style looking houses there. So I guess that kind of works out for the film. Yeah, I think um, during like the scouting, they wanted like. the Like, obviously, they're shooting it during the winter, which I was looking up. It was actually the coldest winter in like 20, 25 years in Sweden. Like while they were filming, which is have like, you seen? Have you seen the featurettes that are on this Blu-ray? Mm-hmm. Like oh. the, the thing with these older like Blu-rays, and I feel like more Blu-rays don't have these besides like Nolan now, where it's like these like they're real like featurettes. Like you go yeah. through and you can like look for four hours. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. the Avatar Collector's Edition actually had one of the coolest things I've seen on a Blu-ray recently, and that's um, it's got this feature on it called like scene deconstruction, where it and it's on the first and the second film. But it lets you look at a number of scenes in like three different stages. One of them is like the raw mocap footage. And the second one is like the film with the mocap footage kind of like in Boston. And so you can kind of see how it looks translated. And there's like a pre-rendered version of what James Cameron would see on the monitors. And it has it for like a number of scenes. And it's so cool to watch. Mm-hmm. But that's what I mean. You wouldn't get that from like anything now. Oh, yeah. But to going back to your like have them like I guess have like a realistic look to this is like they shot these on they, he uses like he uses red cameras, him and um Cronin with because the red, like the the type of camera that it was, like it there's shadows like if you see on his face right here, but it's not gonna be like a stark, drastic shadow like you would see in like a noir. Because mm-hmm. if you're reading a book the book, you probably would think this would be developed as like a noir, kind of in a way. It feels like it when you're reading it. Absolutely. Like this type of camera made it more of like an, a realistic setting of like Sweden where it just feels cold and like dim. The lights don't like cast big shadows uh, and they wanted to have this look. Like there's not going to be like drastic, drastic shadows. It works out really well, I think, for the mm-hmm. style, I think. And like the setting too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Like Sweden just like you can like feel this movie is cold. Like <laughs> that's how you know it's done very well. <laughs> you know, whenever Hateful Eight came out, um, and they were doing like the the press tour for it, and like they were doing like the what was it called, like the Hateful Eight Roadshow or whatever, with like the you could see it on seventy mil, and there was like a whole intermission. Mm-hmm. I went and saw that in theaters, and there was only like one theater in Oklahoma that did it, and it didn't have any AC or like any heater, and it was middle of winter. And it was freezing. Well, yeah, I, I saw that same show. It was in, um, but I saw it in King of Prussia, Pennsylvania. But, but it, it felt like I was part of the movie because oh, of yeah. that. Like we were all just freezing so much in there. <laughs> it was a 4D theater. <laughs> yeah, it it was part of the experience. Yeah. He actually put on weight for this movie. Yeah, he, he looks, even he looks like a bit it. chunkier. <laughs> Because he's like, well, I'm James Bond, so it's like, who's gonna buy me? Be like ripped. This that he's a writer, Bond yeah. Figure that it is a writer, yeah. I feel like Fincher's so good at these um, dialogue in the car when it's on a stage. Yeah, because like they're obviously not driving. This dude's flying down the road. Look how fast he's going. <laughs> like, <laughs> But I think he's his always looks so realistic. Flying while he's driving in the snow, like he doesn't yeah. care at all if he flies off. 
Oh, this is my favorite shot in the whole movie when they pull up to the house. Like this whole like sequence of them going up. Because they used it in the teaser trailer. The trailer for this movie is also just really ballsy. <laughs> yeah. It's like this shot right here. I don't know. I don't know why I love it. I just love it. it reminds me of uh, the same like shot in Shutter Island when they're approaching. Yes. Yeah. When they land, yes. And, like, the music's like dong dong, and like it's literally going through the gate like that. It's funny you mentioned Shutter Island and I know exactly what you're talking about, like the exact <laughs> shot. Yeah. Oh, the great. It'd be plumber. It'd be so funny if they like came out after this movie came out and they were like, actually, Christopher Plummer's part was originally supposed to be for Kevin Spacey. <laughs> and they they replaced it at the last second. Yeah. <laughs> they reshot all of the scenes. They originally, Daniel Craig was originally signed on and then they were going to shoot Skyfall at the same time. So he obviously had to drop it. But then I think Skyfall got delayed. So he was like, I can still do it. So they brought him back on because I think Brad Pitt was another. Like Brad Pitt, I think Johnny Depp was one. Yeah, I couldn't see Johnny Depp. Maybe Brad Pitt, but Johnny Depp definitely no. Yeah, I think Brad Pitt was. I'm pretty sure he was second choice for sure. Uh, Vigo Mortensen was one. Which I could Viggo see Vigo Mortensen would be really good, actually. Yeah, and I think the other one was. I think it was Clooney. Which Clooney can Clooney have wouldn't that, be like, bad. I think Clooney would be good because he has that like suave like type like the. The charisma, like the charisma as him. Oh, yeah. Because he could just basically take the character of like Clooney's Michael Clayton and just put him here. <laughs> like, it's like Michael Clayton is so good, too. Oh, I love this guy. Nine Inch Nails, dude. Mm -hmm. Oh, he's also in Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of Game of Thrones alumni in this. Seriously. What is that nine inch nails or radiohead? I can't hear very well. I think it's nine inch nails. That would make sense because he has a shirt. It makes sense because of the shirt, yeah. <laughs> also, Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross doing the score. I think that'd make a lot of sense. I love their scores. I love oh, they're so good. So Whenever I was watching the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, I wasn't too big into the movie, but I remember like one of the biggest things that I did love was the score. Mm -hmm. I think this is my favorite score of theirs. Social Network is playing mine, but this is also very good. Some of the tracks go on for like 10 minutes. It's insane. Mm -hmm. God, I just love the camera movements. They're all so perfect. Are you watching this in your living room? Mm-hmm. You see, the last time that we uh, recorded, I watched uh, Zodiac on the projector. Mm -hmm. But since I had this uh, on physical, I was like, you know, I'm going to watch this on the OLED. So I decided to watch it in my room. And what I love about the because you have the Blu-ray, right? Yeah. I love about the Blu-ray packaging is the DVD looks like a bird. Yeah. Yes. DVD, yes. It just says the girl with the dragon. That's like, that's so cool. Like, I'm not going to yeah. watch the DVD, but that's so cool. <laughs> You know what other movie has like the weirdest packaging for it is all just Borat. Oh yeah, I think I have the 
the actual like the DVD. It just says yeah. <laughs> it's I mean it's it's like made to like a pirated disc, yeah. and then also like the packaging for it just has stickers that say like Seven Eleven, like. <laughs> like it's it it looks like the crappiest DVD you picked up at like a thrift store, and I bought it new like that. I think for these like flashback scenes, like I think there's some of them where it looks like it's raining, and like sometimes it looks like it's all sunny, and Fincher is like. I didn't do that on purpose. It was actually raining that day, but we still shot. <laughs> we just didn't care. <laughs> we just didn't. We could we could lose another day. Is what happened. Yeah. <laughs> this one best editing, Oscar. I could definitely see that. It's weird. I think it's it's the only movie to ever win best editing and be nominated for like cinematography. At least win best editing but not be nominated for best picture of the year. Yeah, that, that was a pretty stacked year though as well, which is wild. Cause it's like, how can this movie, like you're saying this is the best edited movie, but it's not the best picture of the year, like in the cut co- and the conversation. Well, I think a lot of the films, especially like the, the way it plays out, the editing is such a huge part of the way mm-hmm. that it kind of plays out. And so that might be a big reason why, we're like kind of like anatomy of a fall i'd say like the editing is really integral to the story and how you oh, perceive yeah. everything you saw anatomy of a fall right mm-hmm. so i mean kind of a spoiler here for anybody listening but when they're playing the audio in the courtroom of them like arguing and then they start throwing glass and you can hear the glass break and them like throwing things at each other it cutting back to the courtroom but you not knowing who actually threw anything and who started fighting first so so in important i think to like know that like that's how the courtroom is hearing it yeah and yet we'll we'll never actually know who started throwing things first so Mm -hmm. yeah perspective uh, is perspective can do a lot i think for me my favorite oscar like category is editing because editing to me is the most important part of the entire movie because you can make a bad performance you can make a bad performance pretty good you can make a good performance bad because <laughs> like, of just how you edit it. Like, Who, it's all... Who's your who's your pick for best editing this year? Oppenheimer. Dude, I was yeah, I was thinking the exact There's same just thing. So much going on in that movie, and it just flows very well. I uh, opening night, I remember seeing it and thinking like, "Holy crap!" Like whenever I see this again, like I'm sure it's probably gonna play out a lot better the first time you mm-hmm. watch it, and you're kind of trying to catch up and seeing like all the black and white sequences you don't realize are like after. Yeah. I love that. Just bright light. <laughs> then he add all the lens flares. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Fincher back to back Fincher movies, one best editing social network. And then this. That's some good editors. This is 20, 20... 12, oh, yeah. 12, 2011, but it won yeah. best editing in 2012. Yeah, I hate that. I always say it's 2011 best editing. It's like it, it's from the movie from 2011. It's not the 2012. <laughs> like I hate. I hate. It. I hate doing like thinking about who won what year because then I'll go like, oh well, the movie was released in this year, but it won this yeah. year. It's just obnoxious. I get. I get. I I understand the frustration. <laughs> mm-hmm.
What a suave man. Solve my murder or my missing <laughs> my missing granddaughter. Uh what's his freaking name? The Skarsgård. What's his the 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 oh, dad's Stellan, name? Stellan Skarsgård. Stellan, yes, Stellan. Uh I forgot he's in this. I I no, he's so good in this. He's so good. Yes. He he said this is the I think when he signed on to this movie, he said it's the first time in my entire career where at night I get to go home to my bed because <laughs> he was in the same. Oh yeah, area. he was in like, Sweden. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, I got to go home to my actual bed <laughs> and not like being in like America somewhere in the hotel. The guy that played Mikhail in the Sweden or the Swedish versions of these, he died. Yeah, Michael Nyquist. Yeah. He's also in Mission Impossible, the fourth one, I yeah, think. Ghost Protocol. Yeah. He's in the I was first just thinking about that. Oh, he's yeah. He, he's Theon's dad. Yeah. His daughter is actually in this movie. Is she? Her, I looked it up. Um, it's like looking at like notes on the movie and. Um, that's what I think it's when they're in like a diner scene. She's like the waitress. Oh, uh, that makes sense. Like a little. He like found out because he had passed away. No, he didn't pass away by this time. But it was just like a nod to like that version, mm -hmm. like just referencing like the Swedish versions to be like probably go watch those movies too. Yeah, <laughs> which I still need to do. <laughs> they're good movies. There's just a lot more detailed, I'd say. Mm hmm. A little bit and more they, of like what you what you see in the book is yeah. in the films, and they actually made all three of them. <laughs> That's a bit more, yeah. I guess you could say like appealing to watch. I mean, everyone wants like Fincher to make the finish Mindhunter. I'm always like, I think I want him to finish these. Yeah, I mean, either way, like whatever Fincher comes back for, like I'll take it. You know. Yeah. That being said, if we got Mindhunter or two and three of these, I would yeah, I'd take these. I think he did say he probably wouldn't come back for these because it's just it's been like 13 years now. So long. Yeah. And then yeah. they also like skipped two and three, went straight to four with. uh Oh, yeah. What's, what's her the... face? Claire Foy. Claire Foy. Yeah. Did you ever watch that one? I did. I saw it in theaters. It was, it was all right. I, 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 I refuse to watch it. <laughs> I completely forget what happened in it, but didn't think it was. I had no hate towards it. I remember whenever they that that film released on Blu-ray, there was like a box set at like Best Buy that I saw that had like both the films, like this one and that one, and it's like the same box. And I was like, "Uh, uh who do you who do you think you're fooling here? <laughs> these are not like, the <laughs> these are not sequels." <laughs> yeah. He brought his stuff. He's going to investigate. Oh, there's this cat that shows up. Have you ever heard that thing of people saying like they can't watch animals die on screen, like cats and shit like that? Mm -hmm. My girlfriend can't watch cats die in a movie or else she <laughs> won't watch it. And 
it had been so long since I read the novel. It had been so long since I even watched the film that I told her, I was like, that's one of the best books I've ever read. And so she grabbed my copy. She read it. And I remember one day we were just sitting down and she's reading the book. And I'm assuming anybody watching this with the track has probably already seen the film, but the, the cat dies. And so uh, she immediately was like, why would you have me read that? And I was like, I'm going to be honest. I forgot the cat died. <laughs> he is a cute little fellow, though. Look at him. He's like, what's up, dude? He looks kind of like my other cat that's not named after David Fincher. <laughs> like, you don't need a freezer or a fridge here. You can just put your stuff outside. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, if you need a freezer, just put it outside. Just walk outside, put it in the <laughs> snow somewhere. <laughs> Bury it if you have to. I always love Sony movies, too, because they always have Sony phones. As if and they, they made phones, right? They never, yeah, <laughs> they never have an iPhone because it's like they have to put their Sony product up. So it's, they always have a Sony phone. Any Sony or Columbia movie, they have Sony phones. I find it kind of funny. It's it's like Sony, and I can't remember which other company does it too, but 100%, like, they do it as well. Yeah. I can't remember which one it is. I'm sure Apple TV does that. It's like, you have to have an Apple phone. You know that uh, Larry Clark film, Kids? Mm-hmm. So I found that while I was in Austin at like this cool record store that has like kind of like a hybrid film section. And uh, I pulled that up and I was like, we should watch this tonight. And my girlfriend was just like, I've read some things about that film (laughs) having cat stuff in it. And then I looked it up and I was like, oh, yeah, you shouldn't watch this. (laughs) But it was the same thing with Gumo, which like, what's up with Harmony Covered and Cats, dude? Yeah. Loves the cats. I don't think he does, apparently, based <laughs> off of what we're seeing. I think if anything, he probably hates them. Yeah, oh, that little that little kitty was keeping warm. They're best friends though. I feel like he'd probably just wake up with like already having a cold. Like you're just sleeping in cold. <laughs> oh, 100%. Like I would be losing my shit. The that, minute I woke up, yeah. and that's see the cat like freaked out right there. That definitely was not planned because <laughs> he kept pulling the blanket. The cat freaked out and jumped off the bed. The cat's a paid actor. Yeah, they said, "Can you jump on the blanket a little bit more?" And he was like, "Like this." <laughs> Got enough documents to go through. It takes so long. remember how long he's there in the book or even like how long he's supposed to be i want to say it's like a year maybe a little bit more yeah i think like the movie they make it seem like it's probably a few months at least a month i kind of perceive it as a few months but i guess we'll see once we're further into this see where we feel he's at me and me and my partner do that a lot we're watching we were like how long do you think it's been since this happened how long do you think they've been doing this yeah, right now he's probably only like a day. He's day in now. Christopher Plummer sells the the rich estate owner very well. So, Love knives out. <laughs> I mean, you got same sound, thing with all the money in the world. Music. Started with sound of music. Oh yeah, I forget he's in that. What else was uh 
Oh, no, I'm thinking about somebody else, Max von Sydow. Mm. They look similar, though. <laughs> As they got older, they looked a lot. They looked pretty similar, yeah. I guess a little... There's a knives, uh, Dragon Tattoo reunion on Knives Out for these guys. Yeah. You know, they didn't have a scene together, but... Yeah, they're still in the same film, though. That's pretty cool movie. to see. <laughs> I think that's more of a nod to us, like, film nerds. Yeah. Just be like, oh, yeah, they're in the same film together. They just saw each other at the premiere. Yeah. I don't, I don't think Christopher Plummer probably stuck around <laughs> when he wasn't didn't have to film. He probably was like, yeah, I'm going going back. See you guys later. I'll see you tomorrow when my what's my scene at 3 p.m. I'll see you at 2 30. He's probably a guy that got in and out. Yeah. Didn't only needed one take. He's such a charismatic dude, too. I love how he shoots him like so much closer in the close-ups than he does like Daniel Craig when they're interacting. Yeah. He definitely puts an emphasis on him as yeah, a person almost like, like he's very like direct and like and like Daniel Craig obviously is just like trust trying, trying to figure out who he is. But he like shoots him alone too. This is one of my favorite tracks. <laughs> just like <laughs> just like <laughs> I listen to this when I'm like writing or like studying or something. Same thing with like the social network track in general. Just mm -hmm. they have very good music that helps you focus. I've noticed. But I see this and I see the like, like you mentioned the best editing, Oscar. And I'm like, yeah. I get it. I get it. Like this totally gets it. You don't have any dialogue here either. It's easy to follow because it's like you're reading it. You're almost seeing him in his perspective as like. This is what he's visualizing, and it's very easy to like look at it and just put two and two together. Mm -hmm. This is like me in college, just you're, you're highlighting, but you just end up highlighting the whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> you're just like, yeah, I guess I just read the whole thing. <laughs> Only highlight the important things. I guess I gotta know this whole page. Yeah, I always found this like this whole page funny because like he just highlights the whole page. Because even the editing here, like the camera just continues to move to the right. Yeah, almost feels like a progressive so time. Yeah, and to me, it's all like done on the set too. Like they know how they're gonna edit it. When I think about the, like the like you're saying like the camera moving right, Lawrence of Arabia does that for a lot of the movie, and it's because of that. That's a great cut too, the lighting the cigarette to him taking the puff right there. Same character, just fifty years apart. Mm -hmm. Great cut, great transition. I think Fincher does the best like DVD commentaries too. Oh, he does. Yeah. So I, far. I showed a friend gone girl for the first time and I was telling him about the whole thing with Ben Affleck in the hat mm -hmm. situation. And I was easy. Like, it took me two seconds. to just put on the commentary to see how many days it was. <laughs> I always tell people, if you want to learn, 
if you want to be a filmmaker, just listen to David Fincher's commentary. David Fincher has some great commentary tracks. Same thing with uh, strangely, like he has a lot for some reason, but Edgar Wright. Mm-hmm. Edgar Wright for Hot Fuzz. I put it in one day just to see how many commentary tracks it had because I wanted to watch it with the commentary. And I think it was like six different tracks. That's awesome. With different, just different actors and different people. I think it was one of them was like the writers. One of them was just him. One of them was like all the cast members. Yeah, I think this one has um, Fincher doing one. And I think Daniel Craig does another one, I think. And possibly Rooney Mara. I'd have to look on it. There's a strange one on the social network where it's like, it's... It has one with the cast and then one with Aaron Sorkin. But the one with the cast is really odd because it has all of the cast members that were clearly done in different times and they're just edited together. Yeah. Some of the some of the commentaries are like that. Like they'll have people go in and out. It's like they watch them at different times and they'll split the whole movie. Like this scene, like Daniel Craig will be talking and then the next scene, like Rooney Mara is talking, but they didn't do it together. Yeah. Or sometimes like some actors will say like, Oh, I just went and watched my scenes. Like I didn't watch the whole movie. I just went and watched my scenes. It kind of takes me out of it when you're watching a commentary like that, just because it's like you're saying, like they're not, they're clearly not watching it together. Yeah, they're just they probably they probably would just do what I'm doing right now, just recording at home. <laughs> what people are yeah. doing. <laughs> I forget what else this guy is in that I've seen him in before. But since this movie, I, I want to say that he has not been in much. He's probably a big, like, Swedish actor. I mean, it's a tough, tough role to play. It is. It makes me think of the kid that played Joffrey, how, like, no one would cast him anymore yeah. because of that. And Rudy Mara said that he's, like, the nicest guy, this guy. Like, the nicest guy in the world. <laughs> like... Oh, he's in the new world. That's what I recognize him from. Oh, yeah, he is. I feel like I should Great. do that. One of my favorite movies. <laughs> I remember when I was watching it again recently, and I told you, I, th- I think I told you that I was watching it again, but I recognized his face and I was like, where do I know this guy from? And I looked it up and it was. He kind of looks like Jason Clark in a way. He's like the same facial structure. He's a Swedish Jason Clark. Yeah. But yes, he, he does. Oh, the, the, so the mug on the the mug on the desk that says like Papa. Papa. Yeah, that's sick. Knowing what's about to come. In hindsight, this is almost it almost feels like evil to look at it. Yeah. There's no like bright colors in this movie at all, really. I think it helps it. There's really not a single moment in this film that feels where it feels like there's really any hope for anybody. (laughs) I think the very, very end of the film where she kind of does that nice thing for him. And even then, like it's but then right after botched, yeah. (laughs) Immediately after she's just she's in with the other person, it's just like, dude, you can't have anything.
<laughs> oh, good. Thank you. <laughs> what I haven't had to walk like five miles uphill. There we go. There's the Baron. Uh, the smile. My planet. And then it cuts cuts to his face all black. That's so good. My dune. My Rackus. <laughs> I don't know how people have houses like this where the windows are just like that. Like uh I, so I know somebody whose house is like that. It's just so exposed. I, I stayed at their house one time, never again. I feel like like nightmares would happen where I feel like a wake up and a serial killer would just be standing outside the window like I'm waiting for you. I just felt uncomfortable. Which is time. ironic that I say is. that because <laughs> of yeah, who this character is. <laughs> but it, it makes me feel so like I'm being watched the entire time. Mm-hmm. With with a traditional like, you know, apartment or a house, you have windows, but it's like I mean, you, you have shades, but with that, I, I remember thinking the whole time I was sitting down, I was like, is there someone outside? Like, I just kept looking outside. <laughs> We just heard a girl scream. It's like, I'm going to go check on that. It's probably the window. No, you're psycho. It's paranoid. He's such a good actor. Great family of actors. It's him, Alexander. Who else? Is the it guy? Can't remember his name is. One of them was. Bill? Um, yeah, it's yeah, Bill Skarsgård, and then their Bill other Alexander. The other brother was in Oppenheimer and um, Vikings. Which was one in Oppenheimer? It's like they're he's like a big Swedish actor. His name's like I have to I forget what it is. Just look I think I think he's the family. I think he's like the middle one. Because I think Bill's the youngest. Oh, Great. Gustav. Yeah, Gustav Skarsgård, yeah. He's in Oppenheimer. That's insane that there's so many of them that are actors. <laughs> Just a whole breed of them. She has that cool shirt in the movie. At some point, I can't remember where she wears it, but it says, fuck you, you fucking fuck. Oh, yeah. That I'm like, every time I see it, I'm like, I need that. I need it. I feel like when I watched special features, I think it was like the costume designer's like personal shirt. That makes a lot and of I think sense. Green was like, wait, can, like a Fincher was like, wait, she should wear that. I think it's when they first interact, like when he comes into her apartment. I think so, actually. Like, she's with that one girl, and she puts a shirt on real fast to, like, open the door. I know what yeah. you're talking about, yeah. Oh, and this scene right here, because they filmed it a lot. So this last take right here, Fincher told her to nudge the girl with the coffee at, like, just her arm. Watch when she goes down here. He's like, just run just run into her a little bit and see what she does. And so they kept it in right there. So she <laughs> nudges it. <laughs> like, you, you literally see him talking, like, yeah, next time you come down, like, just kind of like nudge her arm so she maybe she'll spill her coffee a little bit. <laughs> like, That's wrong. Yeah. 
Respect it, respect it. Have you seen, you know, the feature at three is talking about how this film kind of has to thrive on like a five act structure. Mm -hmm. This kind of reminds me of the way that like you get like how Oppenheimer kind of plays out in a sense. Where like the last hour of the movie is like the last two acts, essentially. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because in Oppenheimer, when the bomb goes off, you're still like another hour. Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing that I've talked to people about where they're like, I thought the movie was boring. I'm just like, okay, but did you think the movie was about the bomb? Or did you think the movie was about him? And then whenever they're like, oh, I went to go see the bomb. It's like, well, yeah, you have an hour <laughs> after that to wind down. It's called Oppenheimer, not the bomb. <laughs> I don't know how many. I don't know how many reviews I read of people saying like the last hour is unneeded. It's like, I think the last hour is probably the most important part. Uh, That's yeah. just me. The most color in this movie comes from the post-it notes. Yeah. That place, like that little house he's in, don't get me wrong, it looks nice and cozy, but man, it needs some work. <laughs> That's probably why they put him there. <laughs> they no one's been in there in 30 years. <laughs> That's their guest house. Yeah. Mac Jesus. <laughs> That's the name of this place, Mac Jesus. Mac Jesus. Oh God. I also love that right there. So the when we first like saw her when she came into the um I guess that's like the news reporting office in the beginning. Mm -hmm. The camera was like behind her and she was walking super fast. Like she like knew what she was doing. She was in control. And then as she came up the elevator there, he put the camera in front of her and she was like walking really slowly. Yeah, and she was just like knew what she was about to do because she's not in control now. Very, I, I, yeah. I never, I never noticed. Say. I never noticed that one. You do get a lot of uh, body language that tells yeah. us kind of like now you're the one that's kind of leading her into the room, and she doesn't want to have. She doesn't want to go in there. This camera movement is perfect. Like that one right there. You know it's about to happen. That's all you needed. I saw this movie in theaters with like five other people in the theater. Two of them left after this scene. It's insane to me how many times I've gone to see a movie, like a pretty hard R movie. And people will leave after like one specific scene. Mm -hmm. It's always I mean, something I could, I could, Yeah, I could see it if it like traumatizes somebody. Why? Like they just can't like they need to leave. Mm -hmm. Did you see Saltburn yet? I did. I went and saw it random afternoon. It had been out already for a little bit, and there was one other person in the theater. Bathtub scene happened. She clocked out. Yeah. I personally didn't think the movie was that intense, 
but it's probably because I've seen a lot of movies. But I could see why if some people don't watch a lot of movies, they'd be like, this is kind of wild. Yeah. I mean, I understand it, though. It's one of the more popular ones right now for like teens oh, to yeah. watch. And everybody's mm-hmm. watching it because it's, you know, one of those like, I guess you could say like, like reaction movies, like everyone wants a reaction out of it kind of thing. Mm hmm. But it's like you tell people like, well, I've seen a lot worse than that. They're like, what kind of shit are you watching? <laughs> the scene after this where she's like in the bathroom, like, what is she doing? She's like washing her mouth out. I can't remember which one it is. I think, um, it's either this or the Swedish version, but David Fincher was talking about how they wanted to make it like almost more convincing that she didn't want to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's the Swedish version, the Swedish version. She puts soap in her mouth and just freaking goes for it. Yeah. I was actually just about to bring that point up. He, because I looked it up and he said that he didn't want to be the same. He wanted her to like basically spit it up. Cause it would make it different from the Swedish version. Mm-hmm. Actually how they filmed that. She didn't actually puke there. So what they filmed was Fincher standing there and just pouring like with a cup like that liquid into the into the toilet. And then essentially they just edited it together to make it look like it was coming out of her mouth. Hmm. Makes sense. And all of her piercings are real in this. Yeah, she did say that like if you watch the what's that movie called Una that came out like 2017 with her and Ben Mendelsohn, mm-hmm. she still has the nipple piercings, and she said oh, yeah, she because she never wanted to do it again. Oh yeah, so she's like, I think she was basically like, if we ever make another one, I'm not doing this again. But then she's like, yeah, I just kept them in. <laughs> I'm like, all right, Rooney, <laughs> good for her, good for you. That that dude from Zodiac, huh? Good for him. <laughs> yeah. well, just the Zodiac Twitter. Oh, she thinks she's going to do another <laughs> she thinks she's going to do another girl with the dragon tattoo movie. Good for her. Good for her. <gasps> Spoiler. Who's that? He's looking for investment counseling, Pat. It's not a spoiler. I'm looking for someone that's possibly you. <laughs> like then when you watch this again after you know everything that happened, you're like, wow. He like tells you the story like right in front of your face, like her every action right there. Like <laughs> I often just, find that a lot of mystery movies like, tend to do that. Oh yeah. Which There's I love family and like uh <laughs> or like Skarsgard's reaction when the girl like screamed and he said it was the wind. You could see his face was so angry. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like like they're like the Harriet close up on her because that's her spoiler tells us everything we need to know. <laughs> she said, you're like you idiots. I told you halfway through. I have a lot of friends who uh, try to like fool me with movies or where they're like, oh, there's a huge plot twist at the end. And I always figured out <laughs> it's I always figured out because of shit like that. It's like if you just pay attention to the movie, it will tell you everything yeah. you need to know. I think I did, for this, I didn't figure out that it was her. I figured out the person. I was like, she's probably still alive. Yeah. It's a great cardigan. I want to get that cardigan. <laughs> Love me some cardigans. Can you imagine him wearing that with the IMAX hat? 
(laughs) (laughs) ultimate like film like director look at your premiere (laughs) (laughs) yeah imax (laughs) the way the way kevin feige has all those like marvel hats that keep showing up that's me with the imax hat it's so funny I think those hats like just don't look good. <laughs> like, it's like, yeah. yo, Kevin, we're like a we're like a different hat, bro. <laughs> like, you can you can wear another hat. It'll not always be Marvel. <laughs> like thousands of hats of just Marvel logos. <laughs> but hey, he is the face of Marvel, so I'm a I'm a sucker for some good stare shots. Like the exorcist, dude. It's an iconic stair shot. Let me walk up them stairs, boy. Reset. Go to the top. It's probably her being like, oh, I gotta do it again. She's got a giant kayak in front of that building. <laughs> Who is using that in winter, guys? I don't think you're gonna sell. <laughs> I don't think you're gonna sell this kayak. The shop 90, owner's like, oh, why so are like none of my kayaks selling? 90% off. That's why it's outside. If you want to take it, you can. Dude, his apartment complex, like even the outside of it looks kind of scary. Mm-hmm. It's like an industrial plant. Also love about this one, her hood is now up. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. It makes her look a little bit more like more she's... like she's gonna do something here. Oh wait, no, it's the next one. It's not here. This is not a good scene. <laughs> Even then, though, it still shows us that she's like planning something, and she, yeah. in a way, she kind of is. She's got the camera. Oh yeah, she is. Bag. She's got the camera. Yeah. little more control like weight there Mm -hmm. until she's carrying herself in more like relaxed way because i mean it's like she's saying it's she's expecting to just do the same thing she did the first time but then he ends up taking advantage of everything Mm -hmm. oh that shot too fade to black the second and third book i mean i guess if you watch the second and third movie the swedish version as well the whole thing with this guy comes back into play a little bit more as well brutal scene the score works so well for it too Pinter is right behind that. Pinter is right behind that door on the left. Oh, is he? Yeah, (laughs) that's where the monitor was. Oh, I can imagine like filming this, like being the actors. Yeah. 
I'd imagine that the person who's doing it probably has to like really understand what their career is going to be like after. Yeah. Or prepare for something else. I don't think there's any scenes like this in Game of Thrones, but even the guy that played Joffrey is just an evil dude, so. Even in the new world, this guy's not very likable. <laughs> Close I got on that. I got the criterion for that whenever the last sale happened. And uh I just started watching it one night and my girlfriend walks in and she's like, This looks like Pocahontas, and I was like, It kind of is. <laughs> that is <But>, Pocahontas. <laughs> yeah, she's that I don't watch the rest of it with me. She loved it. I love that me. I forget that Christian Bale is in it every time I watch it. <laughs> he plays John Smith. Mm-hmm. I forget the Bible is such a big part of the story, too. Mm hmm. forgot how intense that last scene was yeah that's always like one of the scenes that sticks out i think anytime that i show this film to anybody or like i recommend it to everybody like that's always a scene that comes up always like man that's intense scene. yeah this whole scene this whole movie is very intense i guess just even cutting back to it you're like oh man we're back to this yeah good lord See what I mean? Like, look at the a building. It just looks evil. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the hunchback of Notre Dame lives there. I love how like he has it where like there's like nobody on the street too. Yeah, like when she's leaving. Like, walk home alone. It's basically just her. Like she's always alone. Even after that, like who's she gonna tell like what just happened? She's nobody. Ten thousand though. I wonder how long it took her to like land that perfectly. <laughs> that shot. <laughs> yeah. This shot of her like laying down in the tub is so freaking cool. She also lost like weight for this. To that's get, hard like, to that's basically for that to shot because she's already so skinny. <laughs> I know. Basically for that shot to get like the bones with the tat like the dragon tattoo. Like for her like bony like body. Fincher was like, I didn't ask her to lose weight. She just like showed up. <laughs> she just wanted to do it. With me. <laughs> and he's like, okay. Do you know that story about Ryan Gosling and uh, the Lovely Bones? I don't think so. He uh, he was originally cast in the Lovely Bones as uh, Mark Wahlberg's character, I assume. 
I think it was Mark Wahlberg's character. I think it was because he's the dad, and so he the whole thing is that like he, since he's a dad, he wanted to like look like a dad, and so he yeah. got like he ate like he gained a bunch of weight, essentially. Uh, and it got to the point where like he was the biggest he'd ever been in his life, and then they recast him with Mark Wahlberg, I believe. That that was probably around the Lars and the Real Girl time because he's probably big around that, there. Yeah. Um. I don't know why I thought Mark Strong was in that for a second, but then I was like, it's actually Stanley Tucci. Yeah, Stanley Tucci, yeah. But then I thought about Mark Strong in Sunshine, which I watched last night, which you don't even realize it's him the whole movie. So you don't really see his face, like, clearly. Mm-hmm. There's this film with Robin Wright in it from, like, 1994, I think. Maybe 96. Her, Sean Penn, and Gary Oldman called State of Grace. Did Very Champagne underseen direct? movie. Did Sean Penn but, directed that, no? Sean Penn directed that, no? Uh, he might have, but she's young in it. They're they're all very young in it. Yeah, she's. They just, were married for a long time. I think they met on the set of that. I could be wrong. 1990s when it came out. Oh no, Phil Jono directed it. Mm. Jono, I could be wrong how to say it, but yeah, that's a very good movie. And it unfortunately just no one. Yeah. I, I don't think I've talked to a single person that's seen that movie. Yeah, Sean Penn directed one of my favorite movies, Into the Wild. Yeah, I knew he did that. Very controversial guy, though. Not a very nice person, but good actor. I love this line, too. This is really going to hurt. <laughs> it's right like the ankle, isn't it? Yeah, this is really going to hurt. <laughs> well, also, I think about it from her perspective. She's really tiny. And yeah. she has no meat on her bones. Yeah, it's basically just, I'm about to carve into your bone, essentially. I <laughs> like... I have a tattoo on my ankle right about where she has that one going. And I mean, I got some meat on me, you know what I mean? Mm. But even that one hurt quite a bit. Yeah. I have one of my ribs, and I think that's not the one that hurts the most. <laughs> But also, she has tattoos on her ribs. So, I mean, if she could do that, she'll she can she can sit through the. She's got angle. the dragon tattoo. She does. She does. There's a system called, or the series in general. I think overseas in Sweden, they call this like Millennium One or Two, and then mm-hmm. I can't remember which other country it is. But like men who abuse women or hit women or something like that. It has such a strange title for like other countries. Oh, you're talking about the movie or the French, like the series in general. Oh, uh, yeah. Like yeah. it makes me think of like other movies that have very strange titles depending on where you are. Mm-hmm. So, like The Hangover in Mexico. I have family in Mexico and we would talk about like The Hangover and they'd be like, oh, you're talking about, you know, what happened yesterday, which in Spanish is Que Paso Ayer. Yeah. And I'm like, is that what it's called here? <laughs> like, that's so strange. <laughs> what is it that? Fast and Furious is called in like Japan. Hideo Kojima keeps posting stuff about when he goes to see movies, and I think it's called like Turbo Boost. <laughs> Dude, that's what it should be called. Turbo, Turbo Boost One. <laughs> so Turbo Boost Two. Yeah. Two Turbo Two Boost. <laughs> Turbo Boost. <laughs> Turbo Boost Tokyo Drift, or as they call it, just <laughs> Drift. That's Tokyo Drift's Nolan's favorite one. Dude, okay, I've said it before, but Tokyo Drift would work so well as an anime. 
Yeah. I don't didn't really watch like, a lot of... they make, like, an animated Netflix one? Yeah, I haven't seen it, I'll be honest. <laughs> I don't think like I ever Dom Toretto's, like, nephew or something. It's like, all right, we're milking this franchise. I work with this guy named Dominic, and he drives a really nice car, so whenever I see him, I'll just play that freaking <laughs> Bandolero song whenever he comes around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> and he knows it now, so he's like, you gotta stop. <laughs> I love in like investigating movies. They always go to the scene of the crime. Yeah. There's like little flashbacks. They like to help, you know. And you know that shot of him just going inside the door. He probably did like 15 takes of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, let's do it again. <laughs> you know, after we watched it, uh, after we watched Zodiac, I went through the featurettes of that. And there's a shot of Jake Gyllenhaal throwing that folder into his uh oh yeah passenger seat and he said this is the 30th time <laughs> oh he hated working on that did you watch the actors on actors thing with mark ruffalo and robert downey mm-hmm. they talked about Zodiac they talked about it, yeah and it seemed like ruffalo was like all kind of for it though yeah like, the, amount, the amount of takes some actors aren't some some aren't like um speaking of christopher Plummer because he's in the new world too Mm-hmm. He said he would ne- like at the time he said he would never work with Terrence Malick again. And everyone was like, Oh wow, really? He's like, it's not because he's not a good director at all. It's because there was like no script and it was kind of just like we did he he just it's not the style that he did for his entire good. life. Yeah, like yeah. he needed the script, he needed the lines, and there really well kind of wasn't or like Malik would kind of just be like, Yeah, just kind of go with what you feel in the scene. He just wasn't about that. He's yeah. like, There's nothing, nothing against the guy, it's just that's when just we not watching, how I roll. Like, when we were watching the New World, my girlfriend noticed that she was like, "It has a very surreal style of like." Yeah. If you're editing. going to a Malick movie, you're gonna, you're gonna probably be doing very experimental stuff. Have you seen the thing that they said about that film that he has? What's it called? The Way of the Wind. Like how it's just never gonna see the light of day because he's oh, just bringing yeah. in new editors. I know Malick's wild. I love Malick. Oh, I love this look that she has going for her. Oh, yeah. And then she did come in with the hood on again. And then she had, she didn't just come in with the hood. She came in with the eye makeup on, yeah. too. Like, and she it, was ready to tease her. Like, I'm going to ruin you now. <laughs> yeah, she she knew what she was doing when she walked in. Yeah. She has her own DVD menu. <laughs> her own little DVD menu. Yeah. How many commentary tracks does it have? <laughs> oh, you're so fucked now, dude. The way that she just sits in the corner smoking too, like yeah. she doesn't give two shits about him right now. The little shadow of the the cigarette and the mm-hmm. like on the light with the lamp. Oof. <laughs> the way that she pulled it out is like a knife yeah. unsheathing. Yeah. The sound effect. The sound <laughs> yeah. effect. Yeah. Oh man. That's kind of crazy to think that we're we're we've noticed like what is it, two actors from Game of Thrones and then two actors who are also just in the new world. Yeah. <laughs> like two actors that worked in the same thing, but then also two that also worked in another similar thing. Yeah, like the eye makeup, like it's like she's 
It's like she's wearing like goggles. Yeah. It makes me think like of a, like a raccoon. Yeah. Like just a raccoon just being like a little mischievous little guy. Mm-hmm. I always thought that that necklace that she has of like the razor blade was so cool. Mm-hmm. Says a lot about her as a character, I think. Like that's what she sees as like style for her. Yeah. And then her boots too. Like one of them has like duct tape on it. Yeah, like she could easily probably get issues, but <laughs> yeah. Because she could just hack into someone's like bank, like the bank, and just wire money to herself. I mean, I kind of get it because I had a <laughs> never, like, that I wore for a long time that I did not want to throw away. I would, I would do everything and fix them to just not throw them away. I always like wondered, like, because she's like a great like hacker, kind of. It's like, can she just like hack into someone's bank account and just wire money to herself? I guess in a way she kind I guess of that's like a it's like a moral thing where she doesn't want to do that. Like it's yeah. she only wants to take down like bad people when she does that stuff. It makes sense. She's Batman. Because she's not like, it. yeah, she's not like a yeah, I guess that's in a way she is Batman. I'm Just not a min- criminal. Minus the money. Batman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm no thief. Yeah, so she's not gonna like Yeah, she's not gonna just like steal from people. Like she only like exposes bad people. Like right now. This guy's a terrible human being. The the that shot where she like turns that thing up all the way to and you can just hear the like the needle going. Yeah. It's like, dude. I always thought of like the next scene of like this guy having to explain this to his wife. Yeah. Like, her tattoo. The same shot as earlier too, and then coming from the door. Yeah. But now it's open. It's it's like farther away and also yeah, like Yeah. Who does he see? That'd actually be terrifying if you put those together. Then you saw that. I'd get fucking scared. Oh yeah. Like the two shots of her yeah. like realizing someone's I love, I love the close up just taking the glasses off. Now that kind of looks like something you would see like a noir film. That's what yeah. I mean. If you had this whole thing in That's black like and a, white, that yeah. shot right there would be like the most iconic shot. The That's whole like film. a 40s and 50s like. Yeah. Uh, we just don't That's have a lot cool. of like films like that anymore. I know. It's kind of crazy. Like same thing with Sunshine because I watched that and I was like, you know, this is kind of similar to Alien, but it's also so fresh and so different. There's no recovering from that, dude. You are a piece of shit. I already know that that had to hurt, too, just because the first tattoo I got was the one on my ribs, and that dude had a hand like a brick. Yeah. And they put this thing on your, like, there's this new version of, like, being able to heal tattoos kind of recently where, like, it's like a sack, and the ink just stays in there. Mm Mm-hmm. And when I took mine off, there was, like, blood in mine. (laughs) <laughs> that dude had a hand like a brick. It was insane. Oh, yeah. And I'm sure he just, from the pain, he just passed the alley and finished. Oh, yeah. This is me going to 
any fun- function where they start to pray. I'm going <laughs> to. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> I'll wait. I'll respect. Can we <laughs> can we eat yet? Yeah, I'll respect. Just tell me when to eat. <laughs> Willem Dafoe and freaking Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> But I understand people in Sweden aren't very religious. Seems hmm. like they're much more uh, liberal as well. I had a friend from Sweden that came to my school for like two years in a row mm-hmm. because a uh, foreign exchange program, whatever. And uh, the first week of school, I remember thinking, surely this guy doesn't speak English. Like, how is he getting around in his classes? You know what I mean? Mm hmm. And he spoke perfect English. <laughs> <laughs> he was a big Edgar Wright fan as well. And so we kind of bought it on that. Oh, nice. I assume English is probably their second language. So majority probably could speak English. Yeah. He was a cool dude. I miss him. I saw this little that little camera movement there. Just him picking up the book and went down and up. Yeah. <laughs> like he was like, you don't need to do that. <laughs> like, and they did that. And I promise you, they did that like twenty times. Oh yeah, <laughs> I always just like he just does the camera movements, just as like the characters even like breathing. He'll like go up with them and down with them. Like he's a master of his craft. Here's your Bible person. Isn't this whenever uh, once his face has like a heart attack or something? I think so. I think it's coming up. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's like right here. Yeah, literally. Because right they're <laughs> like he just had a heart attack. That's the bridge where the accident happened. You got over there fast. Uh, they're on their way out. <laughs> I was like, he, he ran fast, man. He catch up to this. <laughs> I guess it probably is over the span of a year because it looks like it's kind of like summertime almost or spring. It's definitely not winter anymore. Yeah, not winter anymore. No more snow. Probably like April or May. Yeah. It could be over the course of a whole year that this takes place. I want to say it's about that long in the book. I could be wrong, though. What they need to do is really like put up like a calendar somewhere so we have an idea of how long he's been. We need the the Gone Girl treatment. Seven days (laughs) gone. 31 days gone. 12 hours later. Four days later. 13 and a half hours later. For every for every David Fincher movie that has a timestamp, it's like, where is it for this one? Come on, buddy.
Good joking. Great, another great cardigan. You got some great cardigans in the movie. That's like half the budget. What the cardigans? <laughs> cardigans. I want to say like maybe ten dollars went towards this little location, and then the rest of it went to budget. Yeah. Half of it went to Daniel Craig. You know, for someone who who uh, looks like Daniel Craig does, he looks like the kind of guy that'd go to the library. Mm-hmm. Someone should write a book. <laughs> someone should write should a freaking book. Dude, that's right. Sure. <laughs> I mean, we're an hour and 15 minutes in, and they uh, two main characters haven't even interacted yet. Yeah. That's crazy. We were watching Batman Begins last night, and uh, it's kind of crazy that that film had such a big impact on like the superhero genre, but also just that it was successful. And you don't see Batman suit up until like an hour into the movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's um. Electra. Oh, it is her. <laughs> I forgot she's in this. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that big old bug tattoo on her neck. Well, now they're going to meet. So, what is it? One hour and 17, 16 minutes before they actually meet. Hour and 17 minutes. It's like halfway through the movie. Yeah. Look, he even brought coffee. He's nice. Here's a shirt. Fuck you, you fucking. Let's fuck. go. <laughs> what a shirt. Fuck you, you fucking fuck. And it's like torn up, too. That's what I love. Yeah, that's it. why I'm pretty sure it was the costume designer shirt. She, That's why it's like so torn up. This is her favorite shirt. I don't think you get it. Like this is she wears this when she's going to church, yeah. when she's going <laughs> to the to store. I love how he just makes himself at home. <laughs> well, because at this point, she like she knows she everything he about is. him. Yeah, so why can't he know everything about you? He says we need to talk like they like they go way back. <laughs> yeah. I haven't talked since that thing happened. <laughs> Bro, he could have just let her sleep. Yeah, I guess he could have just closed the door. I guess maybe he doesn't want to know what they're talking about. I suppose so. But I mean she's asleep. <laughs> that little nod. Love the bye. <laughs> Awkward conversation. She probably thinks that's just dad. Yeah. Or like someone that she knows. Yeah. I guess he could like be her like 
He's a I mean, technically, yeah. she knows him. Yeah. It's interesting in terms of lighting how that shot was or that like exchange of shots was kind of composed where like he's dressed very nice but he's sat in this kind of like ugly greenish color of light and then she's mm -hmm. in this kind of like more I guess you could say like cooler toned color. Yeah. You can probably read it as like he's trying to like reach out. Like she's still obviously very cold. She's like, What are you the fuck are you doing in my apartment? Yeah. Like and he's be he's color. being like, I have I think we should work together essentially. Like he's being very open towards her. Mm -hmm. like, I'm not going to harm you at all. Like I'm a freaking little journalist. You know everything about me. Like I'm not going to do anything to you. <laughs> like, she could probably kill him if she wanted to. Yeah, she definitely could. But little does she know that he's James Bond. <laughs> Wait, that's the Incredibles. <laughs> My bad. So then like what? Close ups. Now she's in. She's in. She's like, we need more plutonium. She's like, I have the idea for an H-bomb. <laughs> I love the Ikea box in the back, too. Oh, I just, we just missed it, I think. I noticed it. I saw it. There it is. Oh, yeah, I see it. He's like, don't you need these? No, I got it. <laughs> take him she just throws him to the side she already like memorized it <laughs> like... we don't get enough green text in movies anymore either insert... ever since the matrix man yeah. insert of like a text that was probably so annoying to film yeah of typing See how she like just basically hacked into like the police station. So she easily could have given herself money, but that's her character. She's not like that. She's a moral character. <laughs> I like that he just yells cat. <laughs> Doesn't have a name, just cat. Cat's gone. Fucking psycho up the hill did something. That was definitely improv. Ooh. Oh, there he is. Here's the cat. Little lad. Like I'm right, clean. right here, bro. He's like, where have you been? How'd I you smell a bitch here? on you. But he's like, how did you get in here? That is a good question. How did he get in? Because Skarsgård gets in there, seeing what he was doing. Didn't even think about letting the cat out. Police in. Great character. He's gonna the Zodiac case. <laughs> to me on Christmas morning, <laughs> right there. Cardigan with the those PJs. It's actually kind of crazy that they released this on Christmas Day. Like really thinking about uh -huh. it, it's like wow, y'all really went for it. I had a poster for this as well as Gone Girl on the Social Network, and then also. Uh, which other one of his but 
I love this poster that he has for this film. This poster was like banned in most countries. Because yeah, she... the... she's naked in it. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, I have like three different ones. So there's that one. I think I have two of those because I used to work in a movie theater. So they just kept all of them together. Mm-hmm. I have those. I have the one that's on the cover art for the Blu-ray. And then there's another one that has like the kind of like where it's both of them on the top, the titles in the middle, and then like the bottom part is like the estate. Mm-hmm. But I do like the cover art for the Blu-ray one the most. So that was the one that I had up for a very long time. You see that they uh had to like cut some scene out of poor things in the UK. Oh, really? It's crazy to think about, especially in this year. Just wait for the the Blu-rays. Won't be cut out of that. (laughs) (laughs) She really gave her this look. You can't smoke in here. (laughs) It's a hospital. This whole sequence does a little feel like Zodiac if her like going to the police stations and like investigating. Yeah. I think it's just the structure of all these scenes together, mm-hmm. like kind of give it this feel of like they're solving a crime together. Mm-hmm. Like Robert Graysmith trying to like, you know, put pieces together. I mean, she they're basically trying to find that. Trying to find a serial killer, essentially. Kind of, yeah. It's kind of the same film, if you think about it. He's writing a book about somebody he doesn't know, supposedly. Mm He lights his face so dark. Right there. Oh. It almost looks like menacing, yeah. Yeah. It's like you when you watch it, you're it's like, wow. A, it's almost it's a dead so obvious. It's like, yeah, you really want, you're when you rewatch it, you're like, wow, it's so obvious. <laughs> like, In case you didn't get it the first time, <laughs> this guy's the second bad. time. This guy is bad news. He's like, I gotta worry about another fucking person now. Still lighting him dark, so he always he always lights him in like dark, like almost mm-hmm. like a silhouette type. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone in town knows where you are. Just like I know, <laughs> I uh, I wrote a book on you. I have all your entire bank account of your whole life. It's wild as someone had to like upload all of these like images like this to like a essentially a PowerPoint probably and like <laughs> and have them like create this like program for them to use. <laughs> 
someone from a production department had to do this. Yeah. I mean, to edit this movie must be insane, but it's like, at the same time as an editor, you're probably like, yeah, it's a lot of work, but thank God there's so many takes of everything that like... They can just edit around so Yeah, much. it's like, I mean, I used to make stupid short films in like college and in high school, and you're like, wow, I only do like two takes of that, and they both suck. Like, sick, this is going to be so bad. It's going like, to be so much fun to edit. Yeah. yeah. It's like, you know, like when, then when you're editing it, you're like, wow, both these are so bad. Or you see something in the frame, you're like, God damn it. I don't have any other take of this or like the audio sucks because you're just like using in-camera audio because you don't have the budget for the mic. Like You're like, oh God, this is so hard. So I understand both sides of the argument of it's a lot of takes. It's a lot of work, but at the end of the day, you're getting... He gets a lot of coverage, so it's a lot almost of like coverage. one of those things where you, you watch it like... Yeah. You know that you're going to get something good. Somewhere at Sony, someone has all of these dailies. <laughs> all of these all of this footage see now it's starting to get like cold again so it makes it seem like it's yeah i noticed that whenever he was coming. outside talking with martin again, yeah he had, the, he had the the scarf on I was like, he wasn't wearing a scarf earlier so now it's, it's probably getting like fall fall or october kind of thing yeah Or it just gets really fucking cold there at night. <laughs> it, might, it might be one of those things. Yeah. <laughs> it is Sweden, so. Yeah, look at all the cardigans, man. It's got a big budget. <laughs> that whole like stack of cardigans right there. <laughs> Half the budget right there. I think this is where the cat comes in. I could be wrong, though. Outside the door. Look at those wrist cuffs, dude. She is so cool. Organize your desktop. <laughs> oh, no. She's going through his personal stuff. <laughs> They're encrypted. Dude, come on. Please, please. Like took me fifteen seconds to figure out your password. Oh yeah, this is and he goes outside. Yeah, you're right. This is right. It's right here. I love this whole sequence right here. Of him trying to figure something out, <laughs> or he like deleted Safari from the dock. Like she's just like, oh my god, this guy's so bad at this. <laughs> how do you not know how to use your own computer? <laughs> yeah. I just love a little like if you watched him, he like pulled Safari from the dock and just removed it from the dock. <laughs> like she's just like, oh my god. You're gonna think about it when you're watching. It's just like, oh yeah, he's getting there. <laughs> yeah, it's right here because he goes to smoke. <laughs> I heard it on your mic for some reason. That I <laughs> oh, jeez! Who was just there last night? She's going to take a picture of it. 
Because look how it's like positioned. Oh yeah. It's kind of like a swastika almost. Whoever did this got some issues. Yeah. It's, it's a family of Nazis. Oh. Bye. <laughs> She's so cool. He rented a car. Ew. There's like a sequence where she goes through like the tunnel. I don't know if it's coming up or not, but they shot it. That's in LA. They shot that. Oh, that's and then, cool. And then Fincher was like, how do we make it look like um, Sweden? He's like, just put a bunch of Volvos in there. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, it's just all Volvos. Like he rented a Volvo. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think that's where those cars are made or in Sweden. Right here. This is LA. So these are all like Volvos and like Mercedes. <laughs> so that's how you make it look like it's... <laughs> Sweden, so. <laughs> yeah, it's any tunnels. So he wouldn't even notice it, but See all the there's still like green on the trees, so it's probably like fall or August or yeah. so. Probably like August or September, I bet. Because if it's getting cold at night, and he's wearing a cardigan, so it's not too it's not too hot. It's chilly yeah. every now and then. He also has to complete the look of a, of a journalist. He's always got to have the glasses. Yeah. Wait a minute, I think I have those photos. Her decor looks like she hasn't changed anything in like yeah. two years. He knows exactly where that photo album is. How did she know exactly where that was? That's crazy <laughs> to me. Like I would have had to like go dig in for like 20 minutes. There it is. Be like, you can have it. I don't care. <laughs> like, you can take it with you. Yeah. Hmm. I guess you did technically give it to him. A lot of green in this movie, I've noticed. A lot of greens and yellows. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a greenish tint. Mm-hmm. Now that it's not like winter, winter. But it still like makes it seem like it's not hot. Because if you yeah, get a, make it a little warmer, it's gonna if you make it like more orange, it's gonna the beginning of it felt more like it was like a closer to like a yellow. Yeah.
<laughs> the pointing to his yeah. head and he flinches. Stop visiting tattoo removal websites. And then the door opens and she just like sneaks out. <laughs> so terrified. I love it. Ah, <laughs> uh, Zen. There it is. That's where you get shot at. I want to say it's like around here, if it's not exactly here. He's going snooping somewhere he shouldn't be. I think this is like that abandoned house that no one stays in anymore. And yet, somehow, this is like nicer than where he's staying at. Yeah. Look at that. There's not a single crack in that wall. <laughs> it's a bit dirty, but you can clean it up. Harriet. Oh, yeah, it's like right here. It's like I saw something saying that this was like yeah, right there. The blood probably was right there. She looks like Kate there for like a second whenever she's like backing up from the camera. Mm -hmm. It's funny because cameras are so much better now. The security cameras. <laughs> I think you can buy ones that are essentially like 4k you walk into a best buy and get like, <laughs> get like a bucks. yeah a ring camera that looks like 4k <laughs> i feel like that's got a sting oh yeah her putting dental floss to a freaking might actually help clean the wound yeah, it might. That'll certainly help. <laughs> <laughs> he just throws on his face. Drink. Yeah. You're going to need this as well. On the wound and in, in your body. <laughs> I just love that. You're not the doctor. <laughs> that would fucking hurt, though. Jesus.
been there for a, almost a year. He's just realizing this. <laughs> Got a lot of moles on his back. Daniel Craig. He's a big mole guy. <laughs> Gotta check, get them checked out. <laughs> it could be cancer. <laughs> Never know. What? <laughs> uh. Yeah, he, had, he really had no idea. His face. Uh. <laughs> so I'm old and we work together. James Bond's used to this. Oh, yeah. She keeps the cuffs on, too. <laughs> he trusts him now. All the files outside. I think those are, I think those are like the files that they're looking at. Mm-hmm. What kind of bed frame is that? Look at that thing. <laughs> Just wire. Oh, she even made breakfast. Look at her. She likes him. <laughs> I saw him literally right there. Yeah. Not by gunner. I just missed. <laughs> <laughs> I just missed. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> Oops. He's literally telling him everything he has. <laughs> I've seen like this. Like I can clearly hear you. <laughs> She's so tiny. Yeah, I wonder how tall. I forget how tall she was. When yeah, I saw I'm her. gonna guess like five feet, just because I don't think. Because you're like I five, don't... three, maybe. She... Oh, you are right on the money, dude. Oh, really? <laughs> five three, yeah. She is five three. How oh, that old MacBook Pro look? When they used to have USB ports on them. The good old days. Now you need eighteen wires to connect to USB. <laughs>
Pictures getting tossed around a lot during these scenes kind of make it feel a lot more like a detective movie as well. Mm-hmm. It's almost like the the thing in Zodiac where they're like going to the pictures or going to all the files. It's very similar, actually, now I think about it. Mm-hmm, very similar. Especially the second half of this movie. Oh, yeah. You're right. It's very green. Her, her computer screen is just the On matrix. The yeah. <laughs> Which is funny because sometimes with these Blu-rays, like you'll have this, but then when they do the 4K, like he'll take a lot of the green away if yeah. he's ever, like seeing it. Like if he'll make it if, seem like. If that's the case, then I don't know if I want to if I care about getting the 4K because mm. I don't know how many times I'll get like a 4K for something and it like color grading is completely different and not yeah. in a good way either. Like, Lord of the Rings, every single copy I have of those movies is completely different. Different, Yeah, I still have my Blu-ray copy. The Blu-rays, the extended cut for the Blu-rays, the extended cut for the 4Ks, every single one looks so different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kept the 4K. Obviously, I had the 4K, but I kept my Blu-ray extended cut copy, too, because I wanted both versions. He's a Nazi. That's why they gave us this like white cold light for yeah. this. This guy's a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought I was a piece of shit. Damn. <laughs> this guy was literally evil. take place at all of the properties <laughs> I just don't close my door to anybody I just don't visit because you know I'm a freaking Nazi yeah <laughs> 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 this is actually just the ring. <laughs> yeah. And he never shoots them in the same frame in this scene. Always keeps them separated. Yeah, little smart, smart little move there from Finch. To be like, because this guy just like I'm just investigating this guy, but like I'm not trying to be on the same wavelength. I don't personally. (laughs) He's like, he's like, we're not even on the same wavelength. I'm just here for information, and this guy's a psycho. So. like I want to go home <laughs> she works late she works late you can lock up 
all the lens flares on the lights. Yeah, he's not a big lens flare guy, so it's interesting. He he was saying on the like the gongle commentary that he added them on purpose. <laughs> I think he does that shit just to annoy people. <laughs> like, if people hate lens flares, I'm gonna add three. <laughs> like, but it's like he's so selective with them. It's like, yeah. do you actually want to annoy people or not? Shinchiro's like secretly hilarious. He's he's such a clown, but also so serious at the same time. All the newspaper clippings definitely feel like Zodiac again, too. Mm-hmm. Probably don't get libraries like that anymore. Newspaper clippings like that. It's all yeah. online. I mean, it's also Sweden. 2011, yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah, it's probably all online now. But for the time, it was probably like right when things yeah. were to make a huge switch. I mean, you'll be able to find old papers like that, but... Everything now is all all media is online, especially news media. I mean, they still make papers, but only for like major publications. Yeah, shit. Sorry, I sneezed. If you have to edit that, edit that. I'll leave it in. We're humans. We all sneeze. David Fincher probably doesn't. <laughs> He's too. He's too. Uh... I'm sure. I've, I'm sure. I've bumped the mic a couple times. So don't worry. <laughs> we'll do it live. We'll do it live. Yeah, I keep seeing more lens flares. <laughs> it's like during this scene specifically, he just does them all yeah. in there. I don't mind lens flares. I don't mind them. And I they, think they, Abrams uses them a lot. Yeah. Oh yeah, I think they CGI that house in on the top there. I wouldn't not, be surprised. If not actually did. there. Yeah, it's always like the small stuff he 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 CGs for some reason. It's a lot of question marks. You and me too, girl. I think he's putting two and two together. Huh. She's figured something out. He's figured something out. His birthday was on Christmas. That's the only time. <laughs> That's the only time he was careless. The one time. That's where he shows up to Ruffalo's door. And then his wife's like, is he here right now? I think this is right here is the last scene they filmed. I think for like in this area, it was the final stuff they filmed. It's crazy to think though that like this is kind of the climax of the film, and even after this happens, there's still like forty minutes mm -hmm. left. It's good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, because she does that whole like when she like dresses up 
like to basically rob like the bank too. <laughs> to expose yeah, like, like yeah. there's still a lot that happens after 30 minutes this. after. Yeah. This truly is Oppie. There's a whole a whole Martin. other hour after this. Those giant blobs on the wall that people call art. <laughs> Which like it is art, I get it, but like come on. <laughs> it's modern art. Mine a modern modern home. We gotta have modern art. Well, she just hood going back up, yeah. Her hood up and turns away. Uh-oh. He was coming to kill them. What is it that she got? She got coffee and something else. Like, is that candy or chocolate or something? Right, candy bar, chocolate bar. Looks very specific. Looks like, like not an American candy bar is what yeah. it is. Swedish candy bar. I'm on the bet there's rifles. There's the rifles. Got like, is that two set, two like bolts for them? There's one, there's like two of them on the one on the bottom, too. I think it was just a shadow. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah. I couldn't. So there's only three. I think there's only three. But it was reflecting off of like the desk. Oh, was it? Okay. That's yeah. So it looked like there were six. This wine collection. The most expensive wine probably in the world. <laughs> I'm starting to gather some wine collection only because we have friends over and for some reason everybody in their 20s will bring a bottle of wine mm -hmm. and then everybody only drinks one bottle. So then you and have so five. We're left with four extra bottles of wine. Yeah. People think we have a collection and then we have friends over again. Same thing happens. So then we end up with eight <laughs> bottles. It's like, no, just we haven't drank them yet. Because when you open a bottle of wine, you kind of have to finish it. You gotta, it, it and like you gotta want to finish it, yeah. Yeah, you have to finish it in like a day, especially red wine. You kind of have to finish that right away. Because other white wines you can put in the fridge in the last like a couple days. You see the way that that door opened, where he opened it, and the left side opened with it. Mm -hmm. That would piss the shit out of me off. <laughs> like that would drive me nuts, knowing that like I opened the door, and the other half opens with it. He does. I love how he just he didn't add any like music to this. It's just all silent. Makes you feel like a little mouse. Because most like most studios would be like, you should add some music here. Studio notes. This dumb shit just fell. <laughs> just tries to play it off. Hey. Evening stroll at eleven thirty. Couldn't sleep as if, as if he didn't just go to his house to find him. Yeah, he had the gun with him too. So like, oh yeah, he knew what he was gonna do. Close up. Come on in. Ah shit. Oh, he's terrified. Yeah. 
He knows that he knows. And she's going to figure it out. And then she'll know. Martin. She's getting there. She's getting there. Like, wait. It's the same fucking thing in the photo. That's the same guy. It's Martin. Oh, shit. <laughs> he's being so condescending here because he, like, he, uh, he knows he knows that he was snooping around and he looks to see his knife his like, knife's gone like right here I think he looks and sees it oh yeah it looks, it's missing from the thing yeah right there There's like nothing in this guy's house. <laughs> like it's just like yeah, he he just lives like it's a museum. Yeah, I think that's what bothers me about like the layout of a house like that. Because mm-hmm. the whole time that I was staying at that house, I mentioned it, it felt like cold. Like it felt not cozy. It never felt like I could. It felt like I was walking on eggshells the whole time. Kind of telling of his character whenever he said assistant. Mm-hmm. Sister <laughs> walks away. The, the other guy was also just being kind of a dick. Like he knew that she was. Let's go downstairs assistant. now. <laughs> Let's go downstairs. Just walking around with it. We know what's going on here. Bring your drink. Leave my knife. He said. <laughs> he said you can get shit faced before I kill you. <laughs> I'd prefer it that way, actually. Yeah, this is basically like you would think it's the climax, but there's still another 40 minutes. <laughs> like, <laughs> People who didn't like this said uh, the last hour kind of felt made me fall asleep. Yeah. There's not very many basements in Sweden. <laughs> what do you say? Not many people have any basements in California. I do. <laughs> I do. Uh, the wide, the wide angle on that. I do. <laughs> Mr. Blomkist. I do the posters myself. (laughs) 
Oh no. Okay, Jigsaw. Seriously. Guy just has like his own little like <laughs> set for Saw One. Oof. Here's your drink again. <laughs> like, you broke. I just expect him to grab that. Come on, man. <laughs> I expect me to drink this. That song that plays whenever he's like practicing to get him up. Freaking, what is it? Like Enya? Oh, yeah. I think they were like, they had like an iPod on set. They're like, what song would he put on? Like, what's like, the <laughs> creepiest? Like, I think they had other creepy songs, and then like someone, someone like suggested Enya, and they put it on. They're like, "Yeah, this is fucking weird." Like, but it fits his like vibe. <laughs> he, you could see him driving in his Range Rover until like Enya on. That's so funny. <laughs> like he even has like liquor down here. Like this, like he just he does this for fun. Yeah, like this is his fun. pastime. Yeah. Like he'll just watch girls be tortured and like he's just watching it. Watching them hang there. Fucked up. He's so good at being like intimidating. What a creep. <laughs> what a jerk. God damn it. She's like, we're here. Fuck. <laughs> like, like, he knows what I know. Yeah. I know what he knows. And then Vonger knows what we know. He's so calm about it too. Like he's it's so evil. Mm -hmm. See even the even the camera he's using Sony. <laughs> <laughs> Product placement. You don't even make cameras like that anymore. It's like a full on like it's like it's, it's like a very camera. specific type of camera, yeah. yeah. It's like a full on video camera still. He likes the film look more. Yeah. Yeah, he likes he's a big BHS guy. <laughs> His own little collection. Yeah. The hand sanitizer. Oh and my I God. love how like he tortures people, but he kind of like still like a germaphobe in a way. <laughs>
fucking suck to sitting in this like harness all day, <laughs> not filming. <laughs> Back hurts. And with like the neck brace. Then I think the neck brace is probably what would suck the most. Yeah. I had a friend who broke his like he had to wear a neck brace for a while, and I put it on just to see how it felt. Whenever he was like kind of getting better, because you have to like sleep with that on. Like yeah. I I put it on for like two seconds and I was like, nope, <laughs> never. My I'm glad that would never happen. Not for me. Personally, I'd rather die. <laughs> Shit. Right here. Yeah. This is, uh... This is Halo. <laughs> All those tools over there in the back that kind of get me like the... Oh, yeah. Like he chops up bodies and shit. Yeah, basically there's like a girl in that cage. Like, Jesus Christ. His entire demeanor changes here too. Oh uh, yeah. Like he was pretty calm. Like he it seems like this is something he pretty commonly does, and then he just gets angry. Mention his like sister and I'll like set him off. so calm he's trying his best he's trying to get out of that thing i already know it, but i mean for that shot right there they put the bag over like the camera lens and they use like a vacuum and they would turn it on and off and go... <laughs> it's actually really cool <laughs> very good effect He doesn't know what to do. <laughs> it's like practicing. He doesn't want to throw his back oh. out. Fucking nine iron to the face. Good lord. That'll fucking kill you. I'm pretty sure he like, gets away, doesn't he? Oh, dude, get off that. He like stones out. Like, his like jaws like sh completely broken. Another only one handheld shots there. My freaking cat just walked all over my keyboard. <laughs> that's what you that you might have heard it for a second. I was like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> Tommy uses the handheld right here. It works. He's very he very sparingly uses his handhelds. Yeah, he only uses it when it's like completely necessary. And now it kind of is. Now it's kind of, now you're kind of in like a chase movie. 
Oh, I'm gonna fucking get you. I love this sequence. Oh, dude, like, it looks like shit. He's <laughs> like torn up. Jaws completely shattered. Oh my gosh. I mean, he took a fucking either pitching wedge or nine iron to like fade. Oh. I mean, that would kill you. If, you. if you hit him up in the head more, not his jaw, he's dead. It looked like she hit more of his jaw than anything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it looks. I mean, he's definitely got a massive look. concussion. That shot with the bike coming up on the vehicle is so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, obviously CGI her face on, but not bad CGI. I mean, it's so quick. You don't even notice it. Yeah. I also love this because, like, in most movies, it would be, like, a a thing where she would walk up and, like, he would be stumbling out of the car still. Yeah. But instead, it's just, like, no. She doesn't even oh. get to. Yeah, like, nope, boom. <laughs> like, <laughs> it almost, like, takes that away from her. Yeah. In a sense. And she's like, eh, well. Great shot. Puts the gun no, back. He's dead. <laughs> no longer need to worry about him. Yeah, man, your nephew, fucking psycho. <laughs> <laughs> so you figured it out. Figured it out, and I don't know how you didn't know it was that him. Because that dude's a psycho. He's also dead now. Can you imagine telling him, him like he's <laughs> like he's like I'm gonna be honest I I'm pretty sure I knew from the minute I met him. Yeah, I just needed you to confirm. <laughs> I'm too old because he would have just killed me. Well, wouldn't it have been like. First of all, isn't the girl he like that he was kind of dating like wouldn't she like suspect that he's kind of crazy like she probably went down in the basement once <laughs> like, like and also like it wouldn't it be obvious if you just killed. The, the guy investigating your family like okay well clearly someone in the family is the murderer <laughs> you just killed the investigator <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, this whole you boast about how private the estate is and then all of a sudden you have someone trying to shoot the guy <laughs> who's investigating the family it's like i wonder who it is Yeah, there's still another like 30 minutes. Yeah. This is where you start to get like a lot of good closure though. Mm -hmm. The film strangely, like, I mean, it's paced so well, but it's also structured really well in the fact that, like, yeah, they found out who it was, but even though you know who it is, it's like, no, we can't leave this here like this. Like, we're we still have a lot to figure out here. Mm -hmm. Oof. The actual like photos.
She did get away. This is like the shittiest he looks in the whole movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's so funny to me. I mean, I get it. You're put in a brace. Like, You're about to be <laughs> killed. Like his neck is just fucking bruised. Yeah. Uh, there he is. <laughs> Nine inch nails. He's just a whole row to himself. Oh, I forgot why they took him with him. Is because he could hack her network or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or he could. He's, he's like kind of part of like helps like with the hacking. Yeah, I think you're right. Ocean's fourteen. Like they're in the house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about this whole dude being there. They're basically it's like trying to they're trying to like confirm I guess it's like it's her. He has a really weird name in this movie. I can't forget what I I forget what his role is called. It's like a really specific name, like Meatloaf or something. Oh, Plague. His name is Plague. That's a sick name. Plague. <laughs> <laughs> it's my friend Plague. I guess it's like is his nickname plague because he can just like destroy your network in a second, <laughs> like a, with a plague, a plague of virus. Close up. What do you mean? more intimate because it is her so you shoot them close up he knows he knows it's more her. of a reaction gotcha lens flare that like small <laughs> little lens flare <laughs> yeah, they're just like they just like watch her they're like seeing like what she's on top bargains and then she goes to like find out about her brother yeah or cousin or whatever. Oh yeah, cousin, my bad. Hey, they're just like she's just playing solitaire. There she is. There he is. She is Harriet, you're right. He's so bothered. Like, he's still trying to figure this out. <laughs> Hello, Harriet. She hangs up the phone so quickly. Harriet. No, you're right, brother. Yeah, that's right. I thought I was right. Yeah. Even when I wasn't right, I was right. <laughs> oh, yeah, because they originally thought it was cousin. That's why. The, the they thought, they thought she was the cousin to call Harriet. And he's like, well, the only reason she's not calling Harriet is she is Harriet. brother was a psycho
Now he's getting all the juice. You put them together. You got me. I'm Harriet. I'll tell you everything you need to know. She's like, I'm not Harriet, but even if I was, I wouldn't tell you. (laughs) There's like this little like short like uh, flashback that they do that it always looks so good, too. Mm hmm. And her uncle was a protector. I always felt like um, Christopher's Palmer character like kind of knew that like she was like sexually abused. Yeah, but it's like I don't blame him. Like he wants to see her again, hundred percent. Yeah, and that's why like he wanted to know why. Like he probably thought she was murdered because she didn't want to be abused anymore, and she kind of tried to run away, but. I always thought that he kind of like knew what was going on, but he tried to protect her. Max shattered him with the freaking war. It's like those things are heavy, bro. That'll kill you. Drowns him. It's a very, uh, satisfying to see the dude taking pictures on the balcony mm-hmm. and knowing and then, that like, like seeing, see the pictures earlier yeah and then seeing that photo being taken you see like the photos that you've seen this this almost feels day. more like the mystery that you're kind of going after the whole film like it's mm-hmm. it's like yeah you you do get some closure with martin to an extent but this really does feel like the climax yeah Muggled her out of there. That bridge is almost a character in this movie. Yeah, it feels very Crossed much so like many it. times. They've shown at least 10, 15 times. Probably 10. Crossing, just going back and forth. Going back and forth, showing like the, I guess, the relationship to the island and to the, the rest of the, the people. Probably one way on and one way out. She's like, ugh, have you done this conversation yet? Bored. <laughs> there we go. Hmm. There's the juice, buddy. Everything on that guy, he's just embezzling money. 
Which, like, yeah, he gives him all that. Yeah. But also, she also, like, does so much for him at the end of the film. Mm-hmm. And then he just, like, leaves her in the dust. It's a good actor. She just checks out. Yeah. She's like, I can't do this shit. <laughs> we concluded that story. He pretty much says everything's useless. Yeah, it's like just beyond. Yeah, it's been like 30. Like, you can't like try him on this. It's too long of a time. That's very true. It's a great line. What a politic thinking celebrates, celebrates bad behavior. That's crazy. Yeah. It's literally how the media is portrayed now. Look at the. The orange man running for president again. <laughs> the orange man. <laughs> that guy. Can't stand him. She's like, I'll do it. Just give me the goddamn book. <laughs> <laughs> You're so bad at this. I'll fucking do it myself. It's like, I will literally do anything and you will sit back and just let him. Yeah. Do they end up like, I, I feel like I remember this, read the synopsis of the second one. Is that when she's like on trial or is that the third one? That's the third one where she's on trial. But yeah, it's more or less for something that happens in the second movie, but also a good portion of what happens in this movie. Yeah. Just a lot of what happens in the first two leads up to the third book, which makes it a very good, satisfying mm. conclusion. We all read the books. They're they're phenomenal, incredible books. Because are they the only books that he wrote? Is it Stieg Larsson? I believe so. And then even then, the third book he technically didn't finish. But like, oh yeah, it died. It, after it was out. yeah, yeah. It was pretty close to like having been out already. And then you know, I mean, someone probably much... came in and, and like finished it for him. Yeah, it was kind of a Stanley Kubrick guys wide shut such where yeah. They knew what he wanted. It was just a matter of like putting it in the I think, um, but then... I think Spielberg helped edit Eyes Wide Shut to like finish it. Because Kubrick is going to make AI after um, Eyes Wide Shut, but he died. So the, uh, Kubrick like, co wrote AI, Spielberg's AI. That magazine is huge. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, way past. More in the newspapers as magazines. Yeah. I feel like physical newspapers will still always kind of be around, like a New York Times or like those big publications. But big publications definitely will. But yeah. it's only because that's such a big part of like the New York culture. Same yeah, like, like New LA. York Times, an iconic, iconic newspaper. LA Times. It's like, let me just grab my uh, wallet real fast. I don't have that amount of money. 
she's like she's like that weird cousin you have your family i can take three thousand and turn it into ten thousand yeah it's just like okay and she's like oh okay that's it like she's never had that kind of trust before yeah like it's what's kind of crazy about that whole yeah interaction is that like on one hand she's scared of asking for it but it's it's also like he was so just all the sony tvs There he is. There's Plague. <laughs> plague. <laughs> this is my about cousin to, Plague. About to release another Plague. She stands out about like around everybody as well in that shot. Mm-hmm. Just the only person wearing white in that shot. Here too. She looks like she's super rich. She knows it too. Yeah. I'll get your fifty thousand back. Don't worry. Give me like a week. Something slight. Insider trading. This is just a slow Tuesday for her, too. That's what's crazy. This is just some slice you could do at home. (laughs) This is easy. She works remotely from home. Cronenfield. That's kind of funny. Mm Mm-hmm. They're just like bonds. <laughs> There's just so much money on her. Like that. It's so much money right there. All those files she just has around her. And then she's also yeah. just eating like a like a, a, a happy meal, I'm pretty sure, <laughs> in one of these shots. Yeah. As she's committing like these just massive crimes. Massive insider trading crimes. You just I'm gonna get a happy meal. <laughs> this is kind of if you think about it, like what they're doing in the Wolf of Wall Street. Oh uh, yeah. And she I'm is going out of her way to eat a happy meal with like yeah. six chicken McNuggets. I mean, this shit happens like daily and just like it just never is reported. <laughs> Jesus.
<laughs> there it is. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's too good. Every time I watch this, I think about that. Happy Meals. I mean, you'll never find her. <laughs> you'll never find that blonde woman. There she is. I wonder if she's going to hang out with Plague tonight. <laughs> Have some beers. Her and Plague are going to play some. They look like they probably play some PC games on the side together. They look like her and Plague look like they hang out and play Dungeons and Dragons together. Oh, yeah. The way his glasses hang on his face, like it's such a wider <laughs> thing. Oh, yeah. There's Joel Kinnaman again. Joel Kinnaman. He, he, really, yeah. he really doesn't have one line in this movie. He knows it was her too. This was crazy. Yeah. Here's your here's your check. And she gets that suit for him. Bro. She likes you. <laughs> he says I quit as his as his uh I don't even know what to call her. Lady he's sleeping with is watching from the window. Her as dog. is Robin Wright. <laughs> his boss. He probably only smokes when he's like investigating something. Well, in the in the novel, uh, the whole thing is that he like had quit smoking from the beginning. Mm. And I remember watching this with the commentary once and the opening scene. I mean, we kind of brushed past it, but there's oh, a scene where she's got to call in the office. <laughs> but yeah, in the opening scene, whenever he's talking about uh, he goes to that like store and he asks him for a cigarette. David Fincher was saying, like, how do we show that he's quit, but he's letting himself indulge? Uh, for he, once. he only just does one, yeah. He grabs like one and then he throws the whole pack. Throws away. Yeah. away. That's good. That's a good character. Like a little good character thing, yeah. Yeah. It's like when you're drinking. Oh, I only smoke when I drink. I'll have one cigarette. It doesn't <laughs> count. It doesn't <laughs> count, right? If you're yeah. drinking, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like the worst thing to do. <laughs> it doesn't count because if you have one, you're probably gonna have a second one. Yeah. <laughs> Classic gangland execution. That's crazy. Jesus. Or the this is the same that... coffee shop from earlier, too, mm -hmm. where he bought the cigs. And where that same guy basically tried to bring him down because of his article. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of a good uh, reflection, if anything. Or I guess uh, that's the word I'm looking for. Good bookend. Mm-hmm. Oh, 
I want to know what she wrote him. You never do find out. Nope. Glad I chose to watch this in here. This looks really good on the OLED. I hope they release a 4K of this. I do too. If they do, they better leave that color. This, and they need they need a panic room. Yeah, I haven't seen Panic Room in forever. Damn. It's been a minute since I've seen Jared Leto with those dreadlocks. <laughs> or those cornrows, I think, actually. It's not dreadlocks, it's like cornrows. No, it's cornrows. It? It's cornrows, yeah. yeah. That's how much I didn't remember that movie. Is that I love that Jared movie. Leto and anything he's in is just looks so different. Yeah. Damn. Shit, you go, girl. He doesn't deserve you. Yeah, he doesn't. <laughs> and this is such a good ending, too. Like, that's yeah. really just a good, satisfying. I would have liked to get. You can two end it three. there, like, even if they never did two and three, you can end it there. It's like she never saw him again. And that was it. Like, you can end it, like, exactly like that. Obviously, that was solid. Your books. That was but... solid. Ugh. Great movie. Like, Plague, Plague is the backbone of the franchise. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Tack at Mac Jesus. <laughs> we got who else? We got Hardware Clerk, Tech Clerk, Junkie. Hmm. We got a few tailors, a few reporters. Annika, Book of Death Victim. Oof. That's your only only credit. Book of Death Victim. I'm gonna be honest. Plague is probably the coolest name in there. <laughs> Plague, what a name! This podcast is hosted and edited by Pat Brennan. That's me, with intro and closing music by Patrick Baxter.